Okay, let's try this again. Oh, man. So, what's today? Friday, May 3rd. Sin last night, May 2nd, again. So, two for two, starting off in May. Just already having a bad start to May as far as not having uh, full obedience to God and in terms of backsliding and all of that. So, and if anybody's been following these episodes, the bad day comes right after a day of sinning, you know, so you can expect that. You sin a lot and you can expect a lot of bad luck. So today's already been crappy because uh, I missed sparring uh, this morning. Friday we spar. So I'm salty about that because I slept in because I was up late. And um, I was like this close. Like, I put like, if I didn't move my car, I would have been involved in uh, an accident today. So, this lady, she ran a uh, stop sign on Ohio and Whittier. So, she's coming down Ohio up to the intersection of Whittier and she just blew past the stop sign and she got smacked and it spun her whole car around so she was going one direction after the accident she was facing the opposite direction and her car was rolling backwards and if I didn't pull my car up I would have got hit so if that's not a sign from God, and if it's not like more of an intense sign, which you know, it's kind of it's really it's a really a dangerous thing, <laughs> like coming to the, to to know to not only understand that God is real, but to understand how He operates. Cause you don't want to play with that, you know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm definitely um, playing with fire, as they say. Like it's, it's really dangerous, and it's not like it's intentional. Like I'm not doing it to, to sin against God. But when you sin, you are sinning against God. Period. You know, whether you're being selfish and you're going after uh, pleasures of the flesh and self gain, um, you're still upsetting the Lord, you know what I mean? Because he doesn't want you to sin. So anyways, um, that's not really why I posted this podcast. Like I am going to try to be honest with my walk, my Christian walk, try to be as honest as possible. Um, Cause I just feel like it'll help a lot of people who Christians who think they have to be perfect Christians, like, I don't want to say it's impossible, but it's, like, almost impossible. Like, it's not impossible with God. Like, if you pray and you're really close to God and you... you, I haven't met a Christian yet. Like, for me, this is, like, uncharted territory. Like, I don't have a good example. I don't have, like, a good mentor. 
And like, even when I first gave my life to Christ and I was going to Christian churches and meeting with the pastors, I seen them uh, sin a lot, you know, whether in thought and action, speech. Um, I noticed that they weren't perfect, but they did they did run back to God. So, um, of course, I'm gonna have distractions like crazy because Satan, Satan just cannot handle any type of truth being spoke about God. And honestly, by Satan doing things like this, sending me distractions, trying to knock me off track, it just proves the validity of God and Jesus as Lord and Savior. Because if I didn't get any of these demonic interferences and these demonic attacks, I probably wouldn't believe in Jesus the way that I do. But so that's how Satan, you know, that's probably why God said everything I made is good. Because no matter what you do, everything came from God. So God is in everything. And no matter what happens, no matter what the scenario is, you're always going to see evidence of God. Which brings me to John Teeter. So for anybody who listened to Coast to Coast AM, it was 6.10 AM here in Columbus, Ohio. I don't know the other radio stations uh, across America, but um, I know Coast to Coast AM with George Norrie and Art Bell was a huge show. And they talked about the paranormal and stuff like that, but that was fine and all. But I feel like the closer they got to Jesus, the more um, threats they got and the more the host changed on the radio station. Because Satan controls everything here. And Satan is not going to, he's not going to make it easy for the word of uh, uh, God to reach everybody on earth. He's going to make it very difficult. That's why they say it's a narrow path. Very narrow path. And if you don't try to walk that narrow path, um. Then uh, you're 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 wide as the gates to hell. And like I said, I could very well be going to hell. Like I'm not saying I'm a perfect Christian. I would love to get raptured. I would love to not be left behind. But Satan is trying very hard to make sure that I get left behind, making sure that um I don't make the rapture, making sure that I go to hell. So it's very possible that I could still go to hell. And I just feel like the difference with me is I don't care if people think I'm a hypocrite or look at me like I'm an imperfect Christian because I know those things. I know that um, I say one thing and do the other, but people don't know the struggle. And it's not like I'm intentionally being a hypocrite. I'm trying to not be a hypocrite. I'm trying to listen to God and this dude just cut me off. People are just freaking crazy and it irritates me to no end just how rude people are these days you know but um it is what it is and it was a girl and that's the crazy thing about it usually I'm, I expect guys to be jerks on the road like that but no women are, are just as evil this is heartless. They don't care. They cause an accident or anything, you know. So it's irritating. But I passed her again, so she's back where she started. Actually, she's two cars 
behind me. She tried to get ahead of me. Anyways, I'm always driving. So, um, this job put me through the grinder because it really tested my patience, you know. So, more more than I would have liked it to. But, I mean, I, that's a good thing because I have such a short temper. And just by doing this job every day, just like driving in traffic every day, you do get a really thick skin and, and you're able to deal with road rage better and not fly off at the handle. Like, I was so bad. Like, there was a time where, like, my whole car was just filled with all kinds of weapons. I had mace. I had these, like, shrapnel pieces of metal that I got from Bud, the Bud K catalog. And they're intentionally meant to be left by the door. So, like, if somebody breaks in, they'd step on it and it's, it's, it'd go through their shoe. It's sharp enough to go through the rubber of their shoe and, and cut their foot open and pierce their foot. But I was throwing them out in traffic and popping tires like crazy. So, if there was any type of road rage, people thought they were going to get away with something with me. I threw a couple of those things out the window. Pop, 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 pop. And they on the side of the road with four flats or two flats or three flats. But, um, yeah. And I, I don't know, man. I I was that guy that loved to get revenge. I loved it. I got so much joy out of retaliation. There was just no great, greater pleasure for me than to bring the wrath upon you if you did something to me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, you can go and do whatever you've been doing to the world, but you're not going to do that to me. So I had to let that go because that's really God's job, you know? And now I'm, I'm happy to, to let God do his job and and let God handle it. And now that I'm patient, I don't do anything, and I actually pray for them because I know how God is. But God does it so they learn a lesson, you know what I mean? So if you, if, so if you run up and punch somebody in the back of the head, uh, that karma, you know, you reaping what you sow will probably happen within the next few minutes. I mean, it's so much quicker these days, you know. And I'm glad for that because now people get the lesson. Because if it happens later, then you forget about it. You know what I mean? You don't even know why you got punched in the head. Like, oh, I punched somebody in the head 10 years ago. Like, you're not going to remember that from 10 years ago. But if you punch somebody in the back of the head right now, and before you can make it to the end of the street, you get somebody runs up and punches you in the head. Or the way I see God do, do it is you might go run and punch somebody in the back of the head. And while you're running down the street, um, something might fly off the back of a truck and smack you in the face. You know, so that is a good thing because it's God teaching people to love each other and to be kind to each other and to be humble. And unfortunately, yeah, we need that type of correction because we're hard-headed, you know. But yeah, it just never ends. I mean, if you're in a bad mood because somebody cut you off, so now you start speeding. And because you're speeding, you made somebody else mad. And like, it's just, it's, it's just nonstop. It just it continues and continues and continues. So you have to pump the brakes. You have to check yourself. So, yeah, back to John Teeter from Coast to Coast AM. Um, so he called in, you know, he was a time traveler. He came back to get like an Apple or IBM computer. And um, so 
So I had the privilege of speaking to someone who said they was John Teeter, but they said they weren't the actual original John Teeter. They were just a version of John Teeter. So maybe they were a clone that got sent back in time and he was only here for a short period of time. And he told, he told us on Facebook, like every day he would post something. He was just posting a lot of stuff, just like a lot of interesting information. None that was really what news to me because I already studied the Apex TV uh, YouTube channel and I watched those videos four or five times in a row, you know, all those videos, like studied them, you know, like researching it and putting putting two, one and two together or two and two together, however you say that. And, um, and so basically my basic, this is my basic analysis and summary of the time travelers. Yes, there's time travelers. Yes, they're uh, changing the Bible. They're traveling back in time, changing the Bible. Uh, yeah, there's people that said they even went back in time to try to kill Jesus, but they just couldn't do it. There was like something blocking them from doing it. And um, uh, yeah, even Billy Byers spoke about seeing dinosaurs. There's another guy that uh, said that he was brought back in time to have sex with some type of like like cave cave woman caveman cave woman type caveman type woman or whatever and he's seen the dinosaurs and this and that and so yeah when you understand like they're the CRISPR technology CRI SPR where they're able to like design creatures and genomes and Splicing DNA and genomes and, and creating their own type of monsters and human animal hybrids and these types of things, yeah, then it makes sense that, you know, their dinosaurs might not have been man made, I mean, might not have been made by God, but it could have been made by um, the fallen angels and by man. So you have to think, like, when Satan got kicked out of heaven, you know, he left with all of the knowledge that he had up until that point. But he was cut off from any knowledge after that point. So he doesn't have access to the library, basically. Like, he left with what he left with. And that was it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, he was very powerful. He had a lot of knowledge. I'm uh, pretty sure he's seen God create all of this. Because I think when he first got kicked out of heaven, he was just falling in darkness. You know? And then I think an angel came to him. And then, um, and then God created earth, you know? I don't know. I really don't know because supposedly, um, you know, he he did get kicked out of heaven because he he wanted to be worshipped, you know, because he was like the worst. He he was like the worship leader for heaven. Like he did like like he was in charge of like the worship for God, like probably the music and all of that stuff. Don't quote me on none of this stuff. You know, this is just me going off of my memory from just the research I've done over a lifetime. But so in the future, they say aliens and humanity exist and that the energy is a lot more negative. People are a lot more mean and, and rude to each other, but it's a cashless society. And um, like the way everything's ran is like pr pretty much ran really good. It's not like the way it is now. Like everything is a lot better in regards to like the economy and stuff like that. And there's like people that live within the city and then people who were like kicked out of the city for not like 
living the, the way they want them to live. And there's definitely androids and, and clones and the the human androids, they look so human that to differentiate them, they just have like a floating top. So they won't have any legs or anything like that. It'll just be like from the waist up and they're just floating around and they're, they're, they're human from like the waist up. You know, I mean, they're robots, obviously, but they look human. And, um, and then they might just have like floating heads and things like that. There's different type of animal creatures, but the greys, the, the gray aliens, they're walking around and even though they're not able to have sex and things like that, or maybe they are, but they're not allowed to have, um, they can't procreate. Um, they're still in relationships because they can still feel love and stuff from, from uh, what these time travelers are saying. And they just got really amazing technology like floating cities and flying cars and teleportation and yeah, just there, just, just amazing things because of the technology. So, uh, the thing is, nobody's been past the year 10,000. The closer they get to the year 10,000, like, the more, like, things are, like, messed up with the, the atmosphere and, like, the sun and the moon and, like, all of the, like, these things all supposedly have time limits on them, you know what I mean? Like, God says the only thing that lasts forever is the Word of God, you know? So, uh, everything else, you know, deteriorating has a time limit. So, yeah, it's just interesting. So, when I was speaking to John Teeter, we had some good conversations, and he spoke to me as Ileon, you know, A E I L E O N. Uh, he didn't have my government name, but um, we had a lot of conversations, you know, and. Uh, I think I saved them on my computer. I got to check. Pretty sure I got some. So I might come back and do like a part two for the John Teeter and just tell you things that he said. But um, they just, he just, made, when I was trying to talk to him about Jesus, he didn't really seem like they knew too much about him in the future. They kind of heard about him. But he said, regardless, they know they found evidence of God. You know, that there's definitely evidence of God in the future. And, um, yeah, these aliens, which are really just demonic fallen angels, um, they're evil, you know, they're, they're not, they're not good. They got, he said that, uh, I don't know if he said this or, he's another time traveler, you know, I can't pinpoint what for what, but, uh, that, you know, they had, they, they had their weird cultural traditions that were celebrated. So I'm guessing that's like paganism and probably cannibalism and things like things of that nature that they already do now just in secret um but you know katie perry had a song about cannibalism with somebody from the migos and so yeah i mean that stuff's definitely going on for sure but anyways what i'm saying is if you guys start studying time travel and you know, the Bible's been manipulated. That's why in the Bible it said anybody who takes away from this, they, their name would be taken out of the book of life. 
So there was warnings there against these things happening, you know, but, you know, there was also, you know, um, warnings about soulless vessels, you know, clones with, you know, the, the spirits of fallen angels in them. I mean, demons possess humans all the time, you know, so if uh, you're not a Christian, then you can't be demonically possessed. But if you're, um, actually, I should say this, because I was a Christian and I was demonically possessed. I had a demon take control of me. So it's really all about, it's deeper than just being a Christian and getting baptized as a Christian. That's just the beginning. That, like John Ramirez, the ex-Satanist, said, that gets you in the game. But your goal is to keep the Holy Spirit close to you. To keep the Holy Spirit dwelling in your temple. And you're not going to do that by sinning. The Holy Spirit needs to be in a pure temple. It needs to be... If you ask God to come into your life, to come into your, to your body, into your temple, it's got to be habitable for the Holy Spirit. Now, there's an Antichrist spirit here, too. And that's prevalent. That's the world. That's worldly people, secular people, you know. And um, God is pulling out his Holy Spirit on humanity stronger than ever right now. A lot of people are being drawn towards Christ, but it almost still seems like it's not enough. Like Satan's still winning the fight, you know. And Satan is trying very, very hard to get everybody he can to worship the antichrist spirit and to go to hell you know basically I guess if Satan can be successful in this then it's like he can prove to God that um, it's acceptable for Satan to be the way that he is and acceptable for humans to sin uh, and, you know the way that they've been sinning you know but uh I don't know. That's not really has nothing to do. I mean, it does have to do with us, but at the end of the day, um, initially, I just feel like this is between God and Satan or Jesus and Satan at this point. So, uh, no man knows the day or time. They don't know the hour, the minute, the second, nothing on the return to Christ or the, the taking away or the rapture. So, um, yeah. It's, uh, it's crazy, man. It's really crazy. It's, it's hard to stay focused. It's easy to get distracted. And um, you just gotta be on point, man. You can't be slipping. You can't be messing around. Like this is a very serious game. I wish I could tell you that I'm I'm good at it and I'm sinless and I don't make mistakes. But uh, the truth is, I make mistakes all the time, and I'm very worried that I, I might not make the rapture. That I'll be left behind. If I'm left behind, then my next fear will be, I hope I don't deny Christ. You know, we can say that we're not going to deny Christ and that we happily get beheaded or get tortured or um, get shot or whatever. That we would happily die for Christ. But 
that's a whole different situation when you're actually really faced with uh, making that decision. And a lot of people will uh, give their life to Satan and worship the Antichrist out of fear of death. Breaking my rule, drinking the Red Bull. Cause I know the crap they put in the air with Jesus, please heal this uh, Red Bull. Change the molecular structure so that it's not harmful to my body, but beneficial. And please give me energy. Please forgive me for sinning, for backsliding, for lusting, for watching pornography, uh, for masturbation. For giving into the spirit of Jezebel, for being angry, for cussing, for judging my fellow brothers and sisters, um, just for being a, a crappy person, just for falling short of the glory of God, for missing the mark, for doing things my way instead of doing them your way, and, uh, Maybe for, for not being as remorseful uh, for my negative actions. Amen in Jesus' name. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm trying to figure it all out. We don't have any perfect examples here. Only Jesus, and he's invisible. <laughs> so, it's frustrating. Very frustrating. It's difficult. I know I can do it with the help of Jesus, but um, I don't know, man. You know, like it sucks when I get activated. You know, like when I get horny, and um, the only way I know how to get rid of that feeling is to work it out. You know, and uh, that's a sin, and I need to stop doing it. And as much as I try, I can go weeks, months without doing it. And then, boom, I do it. And then it's like, now I'm doing it over and over again. So it's just it's just a horrible feeling. Like, obviously, beforehand, you feel good. But afterwards, you feel like crap. So that's the problem. So I, I had to tell myself, like, I know I'm not going to feel good good about this if I go through with this so I don't know it's a tough struggle try to stay close to Jesus try to reprogram your your thoughts try not to watch secular movies and, and TV shows um, just try to control everything you listen and, and watch and that will help you to to walk stronger with Christ it helped me tremendously like I'm definitely doing a lot better than I've ever done in life because I'm starting to figure things out and understand it. But am I too late? Will I make it by the skin of my teeth? I just pray the Lord gives everybody a chance. All non-believers, people who don't think about it, people who are dead and, and their prayers aren't heard anymore. I just pray that there's some type of training program. I just pray that there's alternatives to hell. I was just praying that there's a way for us to work work out our salvation after death once we understand what's going on. Because, I mean, for me, the biggest thing here is 
never fully really knowing anything, you know, like even though I'm putting this stuff together, um, there's just a lot of doubt and worry because the enemy is very strong. Like, I feel like we would do a lot better if Satan and, the, and his demonic fallen angel army never existed. Like, I just ask God if we could have that chance. We have a chance to just start all over, live our life all over without the enemy ever existing. Because I feel like if we didn't see it or know about it, then there would be no way we could emulate it and... and uh, reenact it basically you know if there was only good around us then obviously we would only do good and be good but since there's negative stuff around us and it's all around us at all times um, it's just really hard to, uh, to to know how to do better you know so it's frustrating